What's up guys, Tony Hustle here, live from Rio de Janeiro with podcast number 40. The pursuit of happiness is the topic of podcast number 40. The pursuit of happiness is actually a constitutional right that was written into the constitution by Thomas Jefferson, all the other guys, Benjamin Franklin, that wrote the constitution of the United States of America. Anyway, today's topic is very important because it's something I've been writing and thinking about for a very long time, so at least to me it's important. It's more about life in general and what it takes to be happy rather than hardcore seduction. So no, I haven't turned gay and no, I haven't turned soft. I'm still German, I'm still logical and I'm still interested in facts rather than opinions. But the pursuit of happiness is something that should be very integral and very important to you because you can sleepwalk through life, never really pursuing happiness and never really going for what you want. And I think that's why most people fail in life. They live a life oblivious to what's around them and, you know, not really pursuing, pursuing what they want, which then leads to unhappiness in retrospect, at least. Right, so long story short, today podcast number 40 is about the pursuit of happiness in life in general. How is this related to game? When you get deep into game, it's easy to get negative, it's easy to get frustrated, and it's easy to want to give up. Even when you get good at it, you can still get frustrated drowning in a pointless pool of pussy. A lot of you will see, once you get good at having a lot of girls around, you still will feel empty. You give a little bit of your soul every time you have a meaningless sexual encounter. At this crossroad, when you've achieved something great and you still feel empty, you have a chance to become actually a man. You have a chance to learn something and to grow in life. So when you are feeling empty, although you have achieved something you worked hard for, it's because the universe is telling you something. The universe is telling you, look around you, open your mind, you will find happiness, but not in the direction you're going now. You need to change direction. As a matter of fact, this is true even when you haven't achieved something extraordinary. It's true even when you're just stuck in life and feel trapped. When you look into the mirror every morning and you don't feel like getting up or doing something, you need to change. It's time to change and that's what the universe is telling you. In my book, Universal Laws, which I haven't published, I have a chapter called The Hierarchy of Decision Making and the Pursuit of Happiness. The hierarchy is what allows you to logically think through your current situation in life and to find a way to happiness. If we have the courage and the willingness to put in the hard work, we all can achieve happiness, but we need to follow a logical approach. I'm not saying it's the only approach, but it's the approach that led me to happiness and it's what I want to share. The following comes straight out of my book, Universal Laws. Logic, gut feeling and passion are the three processes that we follow when making decisions. The hierarchy in which they are ordered represents a universal law, okay? It's generally applicable, that's why it's a universal law. We always must prioritize passion. 
passion is over gut feeling and over logic. So ironically, the logical thing to do in pursuit of happiness is to follow your passion. 99% of people make decisions based on logic. By that I don't mean that they make rational decisions. I mean that they make a decision following a logical argument. What is the difference between a logical argument and a rational decision? The difference is this. People, for example, argue, A is the current situation in my life and I will therefore do B. That's logical reasoning. Now let's see whether this is rational all the time. I won $200,000 and I'm 25 years old, so I will buy a Ferrari. Many people would argue this way. That's however not rational. It might be more rational to say, I just won $200,000, but I will put it away for when I really need it and earn a high annual return on it, because in 10 years time I will then have $1.5 million, for example. That would, be a rational, that would be rational if your aim was to maximize wealth and you were a good investor, and this would be a rational argument. An example for gut feeling, however, is different. Look at a gut feeling based decision. I know I'm not happy with my life right now. I don't enjoy my job at all and I want to do something new. I also want to meet a girl that's different because I'm not happy with my current relationship. It's been dragging on a long time and I'm just staying because it's comfortable. Maybe you can't vocalize it in that way, but deep down you know sometimes you feel exactly that way. And that's because you're stuck, you're at a crossroad and you need to make a decision. And in your gut you feel something has to change. You can lie to your gut and you can lie to your brain and you can lie to everybody around you, but that doesn't change the fact that you don't feel 100% aligned with what you're doing in life. So one might conclude, let me take 10% of the 200,000 I won and go on an adventure, for example. Let's take 10% of the 200,000 I won and go on an adventure. I always wanted to live in South America, drive a big RV across the country, have no concrete plan whatsoever, and I don't know where it leads me to. But I know it's really what I feel like doing right now. I get, ex I get excited when I think about the adventure, the people I'll meet, and the things I will see and do. That's gut feeling, you know. That is something that, you know, you wake up and you have this amazing feeling and, you know, the world seems like your playground and you want to explore it. That's gut feeling, okay. So lastly, in the hierarchy of decision making, let's look at passion. Passion is always something that you dream of. For example, you might dream of becoming a hacker and start a company. So you might say, let me use $50,000 and spend two years learning how to program a computer and then we'll start my own cybersecurity company uh, with the remaining $150,000, right? That would be something you've always felt passionate about since maybe being a child, watching like movies of people hacking computer systems and it just excites you thinking about, you know, that magic of programming a computer and making something that's in your mind become reality. So that's different from a gut feeling of just wanting an ice cream. That is a passion, right? Passions choose you, you don't choose your passions, okay? So all of us have made decisions 
who's following each of these three approaches knowingly or unknowingly we all have made those you know logical decisions because a is true i want to do b or we all have made gut feeling based decisions such as stopping a girl in the street because she's beautiful and we all have followed our passions since we were children maybe playing a musical instrument following a sports or reading a certain type of books or whatever it is that you may have done but we do this automatically most of the time and what we really need to do is we need to put some logical thinking into it and some rational thinking we don't actively realize often that we need to order these decision patterns according to a hierarchy the worst decision to make and to go with is your irrational logical decision to buy the car as we have discussed earlier it's logical but it's myopic short-sighted the second worst decision to make while it's still logical is to invest that money to become rich someday in the future a better decision to make is to go with your gut feeling go on that trip to south america and see where it takes you go with your gut this is what you should do when you don't know what the next thing is that you want to do in life. You still need to find your passion. The answer is traveling, exploring until your passion finds you. I mean this in a physical as well as in a you know, metaphysical or mental way. You should let your mind travel. You should read new books. Books you usually wouldn't touch. Expand your mind. Let the ideas flow. Talk to people. Once you find your passion, by far the best decision you will make is go with your passion. Go with it even if it doesn't sound logical. One may argue, but you know, I do like my job, I work in finance, but you know, how do I know that I'm not passionate or how do I know that I'm passionate about finance? Because I quite like finance, I quite like my job. Well, the answer is quite simple. Do you like reading 500 pages of annual reports, trade magazines, quarterly earnings reports, transcripts and all kinds of other financial statements? Do you like to follow every company in an industry for 30 years, talking to customers, salespeople, management, industry experts along the way? Do you wake up thinking about businesses to invest in, ponder over investment ideas, read five newspapers every morning and you go to sleep and you're still thinking about investing? When is the last time you've read an annual report cover to cover? If you don't get up in the morning thinking about nothing else but reading those documents, investing is not your passion, my friend. If there's nothing in your life that captures your attention to this degree, then you haven't found your passion. Yeah? Do you, would you do that even if you didn't get paid for it? If the answer is no, it's not your passion then. Think of it as a hobby. You don't need to get paid to follow your hobbies. As a matter of fact, making your hobby your source of income is a good way to finding your passion or following your passion. You should never work a day in your life. For example, I woke up at 5am in the morning for months to write this book and I enjoyed every minute of it. On top of it, I'm selling copies of this book so it puts food on the table. That's the icing on the cake for me, however, since I wanted to reflect on my life to make the most of it. So money is nice, but it's secondary. If writing this book wasn't a passion of mine, I wouldn't be able to do it because it takes dedication, hard work, without any reward for a long term, okay? My reward is my passion when I'm writing these books. So we have to deal with the difference in importance between logical thinking and your passion, okay? Next, 
How does gut feeling fit into the hierarchy of decision making? Often we get stuck in our daily routine, our senses dull down, we get tunnel vision and inspiration comes hard. Often we only fantasize with our pop buddies over beers about new ventures, hypothetical ideas and businesses and those are frankly all forgotten the next day. Following your gut feeling and going on a mental and physical journey will change everything for you. I strongly advise you to physically change your environment first so you get rid of all the psychological anchors that remind you of your daily boring routine. You will enjoy your time, you will make experiences that last forever and you will get new ideas that will change your outlook on life. When you travel your eyes, ears and mind will be wide open taking in new information widening your mental horizon. You become receptive. You will have time to read, discuss, contemplate and relax. All the things you cannot do when you're running the rat race in your corporate slave job. Okay? Take a tactical sabbatical and reflect. As Wayne Dyer said, if you change the way you look at life, the things you look at change. Now for the guys on the Hustler Club, I will explore exactly this issue in depth now and I will explain to you how I found my passion and for the YouTubers, thank you for listening. See you next time and let's move on now and explore what it takes to find your passion in life, how I found my happiness and what you can do to find yours. We are Kasha.